Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, the RR Show, the best show on the internet. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I have got some great stories today for you from r slash let's not meet. Before we jump in, though, those of you who haven't yet, if you could take a second to leave us a review, it'd be a big help to me. And for those of you that have, oh my God, thank you so much. But here we are, our first story today, you slash bear support, the people in the woods. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This happened about four years ago at my then girlfriend's house. She lives in the sticks of NC with the neighbors on either side about half a mile away. Her parents and older brother were home and for context, we were both 15 at the time. It was around 11 p.m. on Saturday and a car pulled up in the driveway. The headlights shined through my girlfriend's bedroom window and we heard a car door open and then shut. My girlfriend and I figured it was a family friend or someone who was coming to hang out and drink with her parents, so we didn't pay it much mind. About ten minutes later, my ex's father comes into the room looking frantic. He tells us to lock the windows and grab her gun just to be safe. He walked out of the front door and sat with her mum and brother in the kitchen. Her dad comes back around two minutes later, walks into his bedroom, comes out with a handgun, and walks out of the front door again. We had no idea what was going on, but soon we heard her dad yelling. Then, he walks back inside, saying he'd taken care of it. He told us there was a car parked in the driveway with the headlights off and a person in the driver's seat. He said that he reached for the door handle, but the person looked up, whipped it into reverse, and sped out of the driveway. However, he thought that there was still someone in the woods because of the car door that we heard, so he walked back outside with a flashlight and his gun. When he came back in, he told us to lock everything and for us all to stay in one room. He said, as he was walking around the house, he shined his flashlight into the woods and there was a trail of reflectors that was stuck to trees leading from the road to their house. He fired his gun a few times to hopefully scare them away. Thankfully, nothing else happened. It was nerve-wracking, nonetheless. Was this someone planning to rob us? Murder us? No idea. But I'm glad we didn't have to find out. We all sat and slept in the living room together, and I left the next day. Our next story is from AJ Red Onculus. 4 a.m. car cleaning. I felt like I had to share this encounter because honestly, I never thought I'd experience something like this myself. Sure, I've read all the no sleep posts and freaked myself out, but this, this was different. This wasn't a scary monster or even a ghost. This was a close call, or so I believe. Some quick background leading up to the night in question. I'm graduating from university tomorrow, so I was determined to get an early night. I'd gone around to my friends for a wee spliff. 
but don't get me wrong, I'm not a pothead. It was more of a celebration. Anyway, I remembered I had to take mum to the hospital. Nothing serious, but she had to be taken and picked up. Then I remembered we'd rolled the joint in a car. Disaster. She'd smell and see it everywhere, so I made a mental note to stop and vacuum the car. We have a 24-hour petrol station really close to us, but it's sort of on its own. As in, like there's no houses or buildings around. I pull in and look over to the shop. They use a hatch after 12 and don't allow you inside. But I didn't need anything. It just ticked over 4am and I had to be up at 10am. So I wanted to just get this done and get out of here. The vacuum machine was behind the coal shed, but it was well lit. I cranked on some music on my phone and got to work. One pound for four minutes of vacuuming. Not bad, I thought. No one else was in the parking lot except one white van. But the guy inside was yelling wildly into his phone. Not loudly, just making a lot of gestures. I felt for him. Probably some guy who's been driving all night, but hey... I cracked on with the work at hand. Then I looked over again. Caught his eye. He looked away and I laughed. Love at first sight, I thought. I was in an amazing mood. Then it started to get weird. The summer sun was already starting to rise and the street lights went out, including those illuminating the petrol station. It wasn't that dark, but it was noticeably creepier and I was keen to really get a move on. I stared over at the van and saw the man watching me again, still talking on his phone. But then, then something happened that I really, really freaked out at. I saw someone lean forward from the other seat and peek round the guy, then immediately slam themselves back against the seat. That's when I realized the guy on the phone was in the passenger seat and wasn't driving. I hadn't noticed it when I drove in, but I shrugged it off and sent the vacuum cleaner back, ready to leave. I threw all my stuff into the car and went to unlock the door when a voice said, Excuse me. I swear I nearly shat myself there and then. My heart was absolutely pounding. But I recognized the voice. The petrol station was a spa, the same chain of stores I work in and the guy who'd spoken was my old supervisor. He'd moved to the 24-hour store not so long ago. He began to shout at me for using the vacuum so late at night. The two guys in the van just sat and watched us as if waiting for him to go away. Then he said something that made this whole situation become very real. I'm going to have to ask you to come inside. We aren't allowed to let customers in past 11, even in stores that open until 12. This is a big no-no, especially as I knew I wasn't doing anything wrong. I allowed him to lead the way, and the moment we were in the store, he put the shutter down. He told me he'd been watching the guys in the van. They'd been sitting there for nearly three hours. Little did I know, my old supervisor saw someone get out of the van and as he described it, put a bit of masking tape across a few zeros in their number plate 
effectively creating a new one. I began to panic. Looking outside, I noticed the van was gone. After checking the CCTV, it shows they sped away minutes after I was taken into the store. We called the police and they examined what little footage was there immediately. They took the tape and thanked us for bringing it to their attention. At one point on the CCTV, the guy got out of the back of the van, turned to get back in, and it looked like he had a knife in his hand. I realize I sound dramatic, and this story isn't exactly thrilling, but I cannot imagine what would have happened if my old supervisor hadn't been looking out for me. I am never vacuuming at 4am anymore, that's for sure. The next story is from Yellowbird. The Devil's Staircase When I was 18, a friend and I heard this story of when Charles Manson was released from prison, he wanted to go to the Devil's Staircase in a town three hours away that was also a ghost town. The story is there's this staircase to hell hidden somewhere nearby. It was also mentioned a man was watching the area on his behalf. Of course, being 18 and stupid, we decided to meet my friend in the bigger town outside of it and head out. We pulled in to see a very small town, with a row of boarded up homes and maybe a store but from a decades ago. We parked on the side of the road just to take a peek around. Looking back, I'm so glad this was during the day. We walked about 10 steps and we see a man riding barebacked on a horse towards us. He looked dirty and had a face that was worn, only had a few teeth and asked us what we were doing there. He first asked, Are you kids that came here that burnt down the old church a few months ago? They had a car that looked just like yours. We answered that we were on our way to a town a couple hours west and noticed signs leading here. He knew of this town, said that he's not a fan of anyone there, asked if we were from there and we told him no. He then proceeded to say, It's a good thing you aren't from there, or I'd have to shoot you. Got the plots dug up already? Of course, we are shitting ourselves, apologizing for even stopping, and he goes, Tell everyone in Wilston, I'm coming with a gun, and then rode off. We ran to our car and got the fuck out of there. A few years later, I was telling the story to a new friend from the larger town nearby I mentioned earlier. She said that her and her friends went out there to drink since it's buried in old coal mines because they were underage. They got out there to find about 20 expensive cars that were all immaculately parked all over the land. They saw a huge fire in the distance but got freaked out and got out there. She believes there may have been a satanic ritual occurring because she knew of the Devil's Staircase story. One thing that stunk with me is the man on the horse said as he rode off, Tell your friends to stay the fuck out of Tagus. And we absolutely did. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.